This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Interviews. So Dr. Anand, just tell me the whole bit of how the how one actually speaks with the brain and not through the voice box and how your device actually fixes that. See, the science of speech is very simple. We speak through the brain. We don't speak through our throats. Now, this is very interesting. So, just to give you a little story on how did we come to know of it. The truth is that most doctors or all doctors across the world actually learn through our patients. Mm-hmm. And that's the fundamental story. That's the truth of it. We actually learn from our patients. They are our primary teachers. So, this was an interesting uh, instance that was recorded in 1935 in one of the uh, one of the Uh, medical journals where Joseph Beck actually reported an interesting case of a gentleman whose name he re- never referred to but he said uh, this man had lost his voice box to throat cancer lost his voice box and after that was in this deep frustration took up a heated ice pick stabbed himself in the throat because of his inability to speak and what happened after that was he did not die but started to talk now interesting is there a true story yeah it's it's reported 1935 Joseph Beck the okay. journal laryngoscope hmm Uh, in the new york meeting he presented this case and he uh, in bracket wrote that man's name as mgr for confidentiality nobody knows his name nobody knows who it was who risked his life but the fundamental principle that came out of it was what happened there when he stabbed himself in the throat there was a hole that got punched between the food pipe and the air pipe and suddenly the air from the lung started leaking into the food pipe alas the brain thought all is well now the brain functions in a very simple way so like uh, three idiots if you if the brain is told all is well it will suddenly start reprogramming everything and it send entire work circuits to the food pipe and told it now you work like the voice box that was it so that person started to speak again i have currently uh, used this on about 50 patients some of them who speak through their stomach that means he doesn't even have a food pipe so we've got a throat cancer which has gone up to his stomach so we've removed everything from the throat up to the stomach and we have stitched the stomach into his mouth okay and, and with, this man with this again. device in there again speaks so the question is how can the stomach make you speak because you are brain is the one that's speaking it's not the food pipe or the voice box or the stomach it's the brain that programs everything so what we do with this is we cheat the brain to say all is well so this device basically simulates the voice box that is pretty much what it's that's doing it. that's that's what it does in simple terms how long did it take you to come up with this device and uh, i'm assuming you hold the patent for this yes so we we work for about 2 years uh, on this working with physicists uh, engineers material experts spending time understanding uh, many of the principles the fundamental things of which we knew so we wanted to get in some material experts so took us about 2 years i would say a lot of skepticism and laziness also because uh, we had three or four philosophies why we did this we wanted to make it affordable so that any person across the world who should be able to uh, who needs to speak uh, for him speech should be a right and not a privilege we wanted to make it uh, affordable along with accessible uh, because somewhere we believed that um, uh, when we were born we were given a voice box for free by that god almighty we never charge for it if a mercedes exists on the road a tata nano can exist a cycle can exist here you are saying that no if you have to speak you have to pay so much of uh, dollars or rupees and for a person like a watchman or a coolie who doesn't have a sorry you are not you are you don't even have the right to speak which i think was a fundamental question and uh, speech and communication in our society is uh, not only a basic tenet to sustain life force but it's also a right to freedom peace justice dignity Do you remember this case recently in the us where that hedge fund owner at young 30 year old kid who tripled or he he increased the price of this life saving uh, drug by 700% did you did you follow that case i've uh, heard about that case 
Yeah, and he was there was a congressional hearing, and but his logic was, and I mean, there is a certain simplicity to the logic of markets that I hold the patent, I will determine how much it costs, and I don't care what you think, and that is how the world progresses. Why would you price this so low? Because by the you know by by the logic of that kid, uh, you could let's say price this way higher and make a lot more money. to put in a lot more research and invent a lot more things does does that logic also work we wanted to make this device affordable the reason being that even if a rich aristocrat across the world wanted to have this it should be of such good quality that somebody should have it so uh, we we imported platinum cured silicon and we have actually prepared this device and the whole philosophy again was that science is uh, science should be uh, uh, science should be uh, just not limited as a hope for the future science should serve the present science should serve the needy and science should make itself accessible not just a hope for the future that's when science is complete now uh, there's no point in me limiting it to a restricted group of people what i can do now as serving with this would be uh, much justified if i would do it this way itself in fact uh, i look at it in a much more simpler way i would uh, i would look at i would look at the co- concept of copyleft not copyright Okay. why not make the world a better place by doing a copy left do your patents leave it out to the world so when my patent lawyers told me can you make it complicated i said no it's so simple i said why make it complicated let everybody use it how many uh, patients have you installed this in and and heard speak following this currently we have about 50 patients speaking with it the last patient day before yesterday that we did was a man from rajasthan uh, he spoke after 15 years Wow! How, and what was his reaction like? Uh, I had my doubts on whether he'll speak because uh, silence creates a noise at certain point in time in your brain. You know, when silence. So then is you forget how to speak. Technically, yes. Technically, you may you may forget how to speak. Your muscles may become so weak because it's like saying that I I sat on a chair for ten years and I forgot to walk hmm. because your muscles are not ready for it. even if you stay in a bed 10 days in the hospital when you wake up you realize you can't walk steadily and that's imagine 15 years of silence 10 years of silence and then after the surgery what what happened uh, the only thing that i assisted in him before i wanted to put this machine was i asked him are you really willing to speak do you really want to speak and his uh, family members and him both said that we i want to i'm going to make every attempt to speak i said that's all that i need a how did how did he communicate before before this he'd write he'd nod his head he he's written books oh i see he's written books for 15 years he's just he's written books on i want water he's written books that i want to go out he's written books on that i feel sad and i feel happy he's written books on those medical care is not just a problem in india it's becoming a problem in the us with this obamacare being repealed it is something that the world over governments and policy makers are grappling how do we deal with healthcare especially in a country as poor as india what is your take do you think the private sector can solve it do you think the government needs to spend way more than they are spending or is there another look that you have of how you would approach healthcare you know and you are also power, uh, part of the accord committee for the government of karnataka i am on uh, on the tobacco control cancer control and in, and the drug control board so you are familiar with policy but what would you say you know for a layman how, how would you approach this problem uh, fundamentally i i say that we've made a mistake here that we've equated health to disease health is absence of disease 
and then ideally a healthy society should have less doctors less hospitals and less illnesses then you call it as a healthy society so my take on this is i think the priority of the government should be public health that's my that's my way of looking at it not to build hospitals not to but at the first fundamental level of it what is it that we can do to actually make this society healthy how do we eliminate diseases what is it that the government can do to actually take a lead in preventive policies that should be the vision of the government not to build more hospitals that's a very myopic vision that i can create and by that you mean um making sure that there are healthier options available whether it's drinking water food at that stage that's that's what a, that's what a healthy family needs the healthy family needs good drinking water healthy food and uh, not having um, uh, habits of uh, uh, that that destroy the family this is what a fundamental family would need to be healthy so you say hygiene is also part of healthcare and it should not be a separate uh, in fact uh, my 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 opinion always has been that we should spend as much as we spend for defense on health of a country what is the point in having tall buildings and big cars with sick people inside it so the fundamental is yes health spending has to be increased currently the world average is at 6 to 8% india is at less than 1% and uh, us kind of countries are at 18% so where do we stand on health spending considering that we don't have a healthy society and considering that we need to build hospitals even if you look at the other side of the spectrum i think we are still bad we still trying to blame private sector versus public sector when the public sector is not able to actually live up to the expectations and deliver its work and the private sector is delivering but there are uh, major concerns that are being raised on the overall uh, outcomes on the commercialization on the lack of concern uh, so there is there is definitely a need for a balance and that should come from individual doctors and should come from healthcare education from medical education we need to train doctors who are not taught in the first year of medicine that they need to build a hospital by the time they finish final year they need to taught a or an app or an <laughs> they, they need to be taught a total new fundamental way of looking at it and that's how i feel my my teachers influence my life why But, did you become a doctor you know at the first place i don't know because uh, <laughs> I, i this was i i wanted to be an astrophysicist um and um, my family did help me influence my decision to say that i i secured unfortunately extremely good marks in my exams and that was a, an option that was shining in front of me and i want to be sincere about it through my first year i did not understand medicine it is only when i met across great doctors that i understood the value of why i was doing medicine the doctors who touched my life the doctors who taught me the value of medicine who taught me that the science of healing is is just beyond medicine in fact they often told me that this this is a serious business just to be left alone to doctors alone and what are the other patents that you uh, hold uh, what are the kind of products i've made a tracheostomy tube a, a simple breathing pipe for people who become breathless on an, in india on an average about lakh patients every day become breathless because of various reasons so why i did that was again a very strange story my ward boy my ward boy's relative came to us with breathlessness because he was having throat cancer so we have to do this emergency procedure called tracheostomy which has to be done in 2 minutes where you slit open the throat and put an air pipe in so that he can breathe and the lungs get ventilated i did that procedure and then we were supposed to start him on the cancer treatment and unfortunately what happened was after all the training was done and suctioning was taught to him and he was discharged to his village he went back to his village in 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 a village near uh, chikmangalore 
five days later, I I was calling up the ward boy to ask him that under that government scheme, we are actually got a sanction to treat him for free uh, for his cancer, and it was a curative cancer. He said he died, and I said, "What the hell?" I said, "How did that happen?" And he said, "No." He said, "We didn't have a suction in the village where I was working." And he said, uh, "We tried to shift him to the nearest PHC, which was defunct, didn't have suctions, and uh, he suffocated by then." He suffocated and died because they and I told him, "But we had taught you suctioning, we had taught you all this." He said, "Yeah, but I'm not a medical man." He said, "I really didn't know how to do the suctioning." Is what this relative said, which is why we've made a tracheostomy tube that does not need suctioning, so that. You can be in villages and yet breathe. I see. And we've uh, put a speaking device because once you put this hole, you generally can't speak. So we've made a little small speaking device with that. We've actually inserted a speaking device uh, manual into it. And lastly, it's a very strange thing in that we've used a mathematician to actually uh, prepare the whole thing. So a mathematician actually from IIT uh, Kanpur helped us. My friend helped me to actually plan the device. because age old you know the tendency in medicine is not to ask questions to your professors so we've had this problem that the tracheostomy tube comes in various sizes and lengths so for me it may be 7.5 for you it may be 8 for her it may be 9.5 for the average of how much is a and that is generally done by eminence based medicine so depending on i am a professor so i tell you it's 7 so you just don't question me you say ha seven ka tube laga denge but the point is that you don't the, everyone's insides are differently sized that's so my i was i was facing this problem and i said i i fundamentally want to ask this question to myself and i said uh, uh, how do we do it so my mathematician friend uh, analyzed uh, 1000 of these voice boxes for me the air pipes and gave me one size that will fit everybody how interesting and what are the other two what 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 do, what Problem they solve? They are all related to the respiratory system. The, the what? Uh, you, you said you hold four patents, right? So, uh, the, the other one we worked on a, a new drug, and the fourth one is uh, uh, I've made a wooden device, the world's first wooden medical device. Um, uh, what does that do? So that uh, I was uh, grappling with the fundamental problem of how do I insert the prosthesis. If I have to not take the patient to the operating room, prosthesis. My voice prosthesis. Okay, this. Which if I have to product. insert, and if I have to insert it into the throat, I need to take him into the operating room and do a minor procedure. I have, I have to create a hole for the parking that the prosthesis. But when they come for the second change, again, if I have to take them to the OT or to the minor procedure room, it would actually be a waste. So we were trying to figure out how we could work on it. And I was working with my engineers for quite some time, and I had failed quite miserably. Uh, when uh, one of my juniors actually stimulated me to think again on this and i went back and i started working on it and i was showing my engineer a model when my son actually um, you know uh, anyway this is a long story cut short but um, you know my wife told me to go shopping with her and we have a philosophical divide on shopping mm. between me and my wife because i she goes to pick up what she wants i go to figure out what i want you know so <laughs> it was at that particular point that i went there and my son ran into a tampon box Mm. and picked it up and i was kind of reprimanding him telling him to keep it back and i was snapping at him when i held the tampon box in my hand and i said wow the prosthesis should be actually inserted like this and uh, that was like my last moment and i i went back to my engineer friends and there i was standing at the billing counter of the health store with five boxes of tampons and my wife looking at me and saying what the hell is going wrong with you <laughs> Oh, and I had to, so, I had so, to, so you use that as a as uh, as a prototype. Yeah, as the prototype because that was my R and D. So I was with five boxes, and she said, "You can't be doing this." And I said, "No, this is this is key. You solved my problem with this." <laughs> so oh, interesting. I, was, I I took it and I took it to my engineers, and I said, "This is the way it should be functioning. I mean, it should be as simple as this. Go in, it should be pushed, and it should be able to deliver it into the throat." And and my engineer friend said, "It it looks like you're actually showing me a toy." 
so i said that's that sounds interesting so i ran to a toy maker in chennapatna village in karnataka a dying industry of toys and i showed this thing to to my toy maker and he said sir this will take me 2 hours to make so he devised a very nice uh, lovely toy making uh, device this is it it's a toy maker where i fit the prosthesis into it and then i i make them speak again you know thank you so much doctor most interesting all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.